The tour content from now through Lagwa Omer has been generously sponsored by Malki M. Thank you, Malki. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shiurim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and gain access to additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishneweis.substack.com and signing up today. Hello, I'm Rabbi Matt Schneeweiss, and this is the Stoic Jew Podcast, where we explore the relationship between Judaism and Stoicism. Today's reading, like yesterday's, is from Seneca's letter number three on true and false friendship. Yesterday, we read the entire letter and uh, and established a framework based on the Rambam's commentary on Pirkei Avos 1.6, where he classifies all friendships into three categories slash four categories. Uh, today, we're going to take a deep dive into, uh, into uh, the opening of Seneca's letter. So let's reread that. Seneca says, you have sent a letter to me through the hand of a friend of yours, quote unquote, as you call him. And in your very next sentence, you warn me not to discuss with him all the matters that concern you, saying that even you yourself are not accustomed to do this. In other words, you have in the same letter affirmed and denied that he is your friend. Okay, then later on, Seneca writes, if you consider any man a friend, whom you do not trust as you trust yourself, you are mightily mistaken, and you do not sufficiently understand what true friendship means. Indeed, I would have you discuss everything with a friend, but first of all, discuss the man himself. So, you know, the the main criterion that Seneca establishes for friendship is trustworthiness, um, and uh, specifically trustworthiness in terms of revealing secret things to him. And we discussed yesterday that the Rambam also acknowledges this category of friendship as one of the two uh, subclasses of a friend of enjoyment. Uh, in other words, let, let's just go over the Ramam, review the Ramam from yesterday again. Ramam says there are three categories of friendship. A friend of utility, which is based on some tangible benefit. A friend of enjoyment, which is based on some enjoyment you get from them. Uh, and that subdivided into two categories. The first being a friend of pleasure, uh, where you get a, a particular pleasure, uh, where, and the second category being subcategory being a friendship of security, where you can entrust them with everything and tell them all your secrets and unload your your worries and your your insecurities with them, and uh, and you derive pleasure from that sort of trust. And then the highest level of friendship is a friendship for a higher purpose, which is where you're both striving to help each other attain the good for both of you together. Okay, so um, question I want to delve into today is uh, how do you know whether someone is uh, trustworthy in terms of, uh, of you know, sharing your secrets? Uh, you know, Seneca warns um, Lucilius against, uh, uh, you know, against admitting someone to his friendship who he can't trust, uh, but he doesn't really establish criteria. So there are a couple of psukim in Mishle um, which deal with this, and uh, I don't want to take up all of them today, but uh, I, uh, let's just let's just discuss one of them with Rubenu Yonah's interpretation. So the pasuk says, "Holech Rachil Megale Sod, the Neeman Ruach Mechase Davar." One who goes as a gossip monger or a gossiper mm-hmm. reveals a secret, but one who is trustworthy of spirit will conceal a statement. Okay, so the main questions on this are, number one, isn't it obvious that if someone's a gossiper, then they're going to reveal your secret? So, like, why do you even need to say this? Um, secondly, uh, uh, why does it, oh, and also it's, uh, the second half is also obvious. If someone's trustworthy, then they'll conceal something, uh, they'll conceal a statement. Uh, second question, kind of a minor question, why does the first half speak of revealing a secret, whereas the second half talks about concealing a statement? And then the third major question is, um, is you know, like, what's the idea? <laughs> you know, like, what, why is this the case? You know, what, what is it about a gossip monger that makes him reveal a secret? And uh, what is uh, what is someone who is trustworthy? How And how is he different from the gossip monger? You know, all, all the questions on, on that. So, Rabinu Yonah explains. 
he says, one who goes as a gossip manga reveals a secret. If you see a person who gossips and stirs up strife with words of degradation and provocation that he hears about people, you should know that he is a revealer of secrets. You should not reveal your secret to him, nor should you trust him, because once you transmit the statement to him, he will reveal it. For one who doesn't guard his spirit from gossip will not be cautious in concealing a secret. And then he says, but one who is trustworthy of spirit will conceal a statement. Uh, Rabin Yonah explains, Shlomo provided a reason for the statement that only those who are trustworthy of spirit will conceal a secret. One who has a trustworthy spirit will conceal a statement and not reveal it, even though the one who said it didn't conceal it, and he will not reveal it through gossip. Okay, so uh, my understanding of this Rabin Yonah is that, uh, or of the Pasuk according to Rabin Yonah is as follows. Um, a gossip. We have to define what a gossip monger is. Who, who is a gossiper? So, and remember, gossip is not the same thing as lashon hara, right? So, uh, the Hebrew terms uh, gossip is rechilus, and uh, and lashon hara is uh, is negative speech or evil speech or harmful speech. Um, and lashon hara is specifically negative, whereas gossip is not necessarily negative. So, what is gossip, and what does it mean to be a gossiper? So, I, I think uh, you know a gossiper is someone who is uh, who treats other people, other people's personal information, which really is saying who treats other people's personal lives as a source of, uh, of amusement and entertainment. Okay. In other words, he really relates to other people, um, almost as objects of pleasure. Okay. In the sense that, that their personal business is mine to, to freely distribute and talk about as long as it gives me the pleasure of, uh, of talking about it, you know, regardless of what happens to them or, or how they feel about it. Um, so the reason why, so going back to our question, isn't it obvious that a gossiper will reveal, will reveal your secret? Well, I'm sure we've all had this experience where you tell something to someone in confidence. Um, and the, the thought is, well, they would never do this to me. They would never reveal my secret. You know, like they care about me. They they respect me. You know, they uh, they protect me. And that that's the mistake. The mistake is is assuming that they will relate to you as to to the you as a person. But because they're habituated to to treat other people as objects of of pleasure and really immediate pleasure. You know, because it, it's it's a very easy thing to just reveal someone's personal information and uh, and get pleasure out of it from the reaction of the people who you're talking to. Um, so it's only a matter of time before uh, they will reveal, if you really told them a juicy secret, it's really only a matter of time before they'll use you as a, as a object of pleasure. Whereas the trustworthy person, the trustworthy spirit, what makes him trustworthy is, is um, that person is regarding you as a person. In other words, you are a person who has feelings, who has a life, who is uh, subject to harm, uh, not an object. Uh, and, and therefore, even when you reveal something, even if you don't tell them that it's a secret, as long as they are aware that this could, you know, result in harm or shame or whatever it is to you, then they will, they will conceal it out of uh, concern for your, for your dignity as a person. So what I find interesting about this is this kind of reveals, uh, um, uh, you know, a, a greater clarity in the Rambam's distinction um, between the two types of friend friendships of enjoyment. And remember, so friendship of enjoyment is divided into friend of friendship of pleasure versus friendship of security. And I think the difference really is with a friendship of pleasure, they are still relating to you almost as an object, meaning I will be your friend so long as your jokes make me laugh and your 
your company makes me, uh, you know, feel good about myself and, uh, and, you know, whatever it is, the pleasure that you get from them. Right. Or if it's, if it's, uh, you know, Ram said that most romantic relationships are based on this. So as long as I get, as I get, you know, um, uh, pleasure from that, that romantic relationship, then, uh, then, then we're friends. That's still almost relating to the person as an object, but then there is a higher level where you're relating to them as a person and each member of the friendship is relating to the other as a person. And, and that's really where the trust comes in. That's where the, 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 you know, your, your, your security in the fact that they, that, you know, my friend will, would never do anything to hurt me. Um, and, uh, they, they care about me as a person. Um, and I think that that uh, that distinction, you know, has merit here is 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 your friend relating to you as a uh, as an object of pleasure <laughs> or as a person. Um, and uh, and you can see how this builds the foundation for the highest level of friendship where you're truly re relating to the other person as a person, as a human being, where you're helping the other person uh, and they're helping you to attain uh, human perfection insofar as that's possible. So again, there are a lot of Pesukim in Mishle about revealing secrets. Uh, maybe we'll do one tomorrow. We'll see. We'll see what I'm in the mood for. Uh, but I thought that it was just, uh, you know, Seneca's letter was very clear in the advice he was giving, but not really in the practicality of how to implement it. And uh, I think that this is something that, you know, you read the Pesukim in Mishle, and it sounds obvious that a gossip monger will reveal, will reveal a secret, and yet people make them mis this mistake all the time. And I, I can testify to this, not so much from my own experience, thank God, but from teaching in a girl's high school for, uh, for 10 years, uh, I've seen friendships torn apart by the fact that someone, you know, two people who are allegedly good friends, one of them will reveal the personal information of the, of another one. And then that will break up the friendship. And there's this feeling of betrayal. Like, how could you do that? And, and what this is saying is, yeah, if you are prone to gossiping, if you're prone to just using people's information as a source of pleasure, it's only a matter of time. You will not be able to help yourself. So don't entrust a secret to a person like that. Okay, so that is it for today's episode. Uh, if you have gained from what you've learned here today and would like to support my production of even more Torah content, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Rabbi Schneeweiss. Link is in the description. Thank you to my listeners for listening, and thank you to my patrons for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.